Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, Pastor Eli James here, along with Michael Swede in Sweden. And we're going to be talking of the final installment on Covenant People by William Cameron. And we should also have time to go into the 1919 U.S. military report on the protocols proving their authenticity. Okay, so uh, good day, Michael. How are you doing? Good day, here I am. I, here I am from Sweden, sunny Sweden today. It's it's a very, uh, despite the, the world how it is today, it's a very beautiful place. So I really understand why my forefathers set themselves down here and found it so peaceful. It was peaceful then, so yes. it has been destroyed by the by the yeah the usual Jewish bankers. Right. Well, the scriptures tell us uh, be therefore. Uh, wise as serpents, yet uh, gentle as doves. Uh, I think another translation is, um, uh, well, the peaceful is, is a good word. <laughs> peaceful as doves. In other words, don't be an aggressive person. Don't don't go around, uh, you know, killing people. Don't go around attacking people. Uh, as we say in America here, I don't know if you have the same saying in Sweden: "Live and let live." You know, no. I- Really, I can't really find a, a appropriate uh, translation of that one. But of course, we also have this same this this that maybe violence doesn't solve anything. That is another That's, one. There but. you go. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Until you have to defend yourself, <laughs> and we're gonna be we're gonna be in that situation real soon, folks, because the all the inf- latest uh, reports around the world. And I just want to digress here a little bit. Uh, Michael, the um, the fact is that uh, there are more and more scientists are coming out and declaring that the so-called COVID-19 virus has never been isolated. Uh, Freedom of Information Act uh, lawsuits and other activities around the world, including Toronto, um, Ireland, New Zealand, Australia, uh, certain uh, lawsuits in America and Germany. They have never produced the actual genome of the so-called COVID-19 pathogen. They simply have not done it, okay? And so it's all one gigantic fraud. But we know, Michael, the real reason why the Rothschilds invented COVID was because they they have to keep total control of the world economy, which is, is collapsing, and they're going to switch to they're going to switch to a cashless society, and they have this mRNA vaccine, which our videos online, please, folks, watch the German video on how the mRNA virus that's injected into you, this synthetic virus, is forming into an antenna array. Okay, by which they can read you, read your body. As I told you in, in January of 2020, you will be a walking debit card. And that's that's the real reason behind the COVID hoax is so they can take over the planet 100%, uh, well, genetically and economically. That's the whole purpose of the COVID-19 scare. It's simply a sideshow that gives the Rothschilds this kind of power. Over to you, Michael. Yes, it's an, they have their what is the economic cycle has probably has ended. So we know that every time you have new economic cycles, you have big eruptions. War has been since before the way for them to get 
uh, when those cycles now transceded. But now it's uh, another kind of war. This is probably Third World War, but they are not fought by guns and ammo, but by needles and by doctors and by deceptions and lie. And that also probably uh, the armies of the world are, are focusing on psyops toward their own population. That's yes. To here in Sweden, that they have have regiments uh, that are put up to exactly do that, to be psyops, to be trying to deceive people, get get away people from the truth, to not seeing the whole whole um, the whole um, the whole agenda. So that is for true here in Sweden. They have one regiment up in what is called SET, that is in Shopping. That's where they have this regiment set up. They say that this regiment works in Afghanistan, but I think that is more a uh, what I say. It's a uh, that's not true. They are working to, against the Swedish people to deceive them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's interesting because we had uh, talked uh, many times about why why the uh, country of Sweden and maybe a couple other uh, countries weren't relegated to the total lockdown, okay? And even uh, mask wearing was not required. And uh, I think uh, you had said, well, they've already got us economically. <laughs> the, the Swedish people haven't been using cash, what, for how many years now? It's been um, a cash. Yeah. It has been a basic cashless and you can hurdle the Swedish people to use new ideas like uh, Swish, it's called, what you're doing via your mobile phone and, and you're sending money by the electronics. So they have basically made this cashless without any fighting. So they have done it. They uh, not not 100%. I try to use cash as yeah. much as I can because I don't want to what is put chains upon my neck and make myself a slave to this. I, I really <laughs> right. need to use. Yeah, well, they, we can, we can. yeah, they want to track your every move. That's the whole point. It's a it's a cashless slave society. Yes, that's what it is. This, this, uh, but I prefer the dangerous freedom in front of having a default slavery life. I don't know. Thomas Jefferson said something like that. Right. Well, I said uh, every once in a while, uh, tyrants have to be. Uh, we have to get rid of the tyrants in our society, and that's not going to be bloodless. Okay, that's uh, that's what's going on, folks. Uh, this is World War Three. And as I stated very early on, around January 2020, World War III will be to be between the vaxxers and the anti-vaxxers, okay? But the anti-vaxxers outnumber the vaxxers probably by uh, 8 to 2, okay? And so uh, everybody else is – those people, the, the, the volunteers have dropped out. There are no more volunteers, so they're going to have to force, uh, cajole, uh, threaten every possible non-legal means. Well, actually, in those cases, there's no uh, there's no law against talking somebody into something that they don't want to do, right? That's what uh, Nahash did to Eve in the garden, right? Have they changed their tactics yet, Michael? Mm, no, Aleppo doesn't change his spots. What would you expect of them? Yeah. Uh, so, but uh, that because people, especially Christians who should know better, don't understand that this is the mark of the beast, and it's the same lies that uh, our people have fallen pre- victim to for centuries. In fact, six thousand years. Okay. Yes. Yeah. 
Yes, it has been, and, and as you also, and, and unfortunately, the, the one that should have, as you said, the Christians that should know it, because it's written in their Bible, they know nothing. They are so stupid, so dumb, so backsliding, and, and stiff-necked, so it is appalling to see our people today. Yeah, how ignorant they are of something they should know, absolutely know, okay? But they don't, <laughs> right? Well, that's why we're here, Michael. Yeah, they've been trapped in this materialistic world. They are trapped in this world and believe that's the only thing you will have. You will have nothing when you need. No, but your mind, your spirit, isn't that something worth to keeping and, and to learn the truth and to learn something that you can keep. Yeah. But you can't keep stuff here. Never. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it has to be emphasized. This is a, an assault on our DNA. The tree of the tree of life of the white Adamic Israel race. That's what this is. Okay? Yeah, remember when the Israelites went into Canaan land and they found giants, the Rephaim, living among the Canaanites. These are the descendants of the fallen angels of Genesis chapter six, folks. They were living there and mixing with the Canaanites. And then the when they sent the spies in, they came back. Two, uh, with uh, hybrid grapes. The, the grapes were the size of basketballs, <laughs> right? Well, how'd they do that? It sounds like GMO, Monsanto. There you go. There you go. That's what it is, folks. So, wow, wow. And the Christians just don't see it. They just don't see it. It's incredible how you know ignorant they are of the book that they claim to follow and worship. It's simply incredible. Okay, so today's uh, agenda is going to be the appendix of the uh, Covenant People by William Cameron. And if we have time, which we probably will, we can go into the 1919 U.S. military report on the protocols proving their authenticity. So this should be a good, a very good show for you today. So uh, the appendix starts on page 75, uh, the, the text actually starts on page 77, there's a blank page, 76 is blank, and so if you want to join us, maybe uh, Swamp Fox, uh, if you can put the link in, because I can't find it, I just have the hard copy on my computer, I can't find the internet link, so, um, but uh, we'll begin reading on page 77, if you will, Michael. Yes, so unfortunately I couldn't join you last um, Sunday yeah. because technical uh, we have some technical challenges. Right, we did, yes. So, so this time we are on track again. Yes. So this is then the appendix of the Covenant People by um, John William Cameron. So, Day of Inheritance. Our forefathers came to the shores of the North American continent to lay the foundations of a Christian society. The church was to be the central influence in their lives. The administration of the affairs of state was to conform with the requirements of the law of the Lord. It is a matter of grave concern today that our nation has departed so far afield from the faith and trust in God manifested by the founding fathers of our country. Yeah, well, this was written by... John Cameron in the, what was it, 70s, and he states that here. So what would he have stated today? 
I guess he would turn in the grave when he Yeah, dead. right. Yeah. <laughs> he'd rise from the grave and slaughter all the Edomites. That's what he'd do. That's going to happen <laughs> too, folks. <laughs> all right. Uh, we have forgotten what the pilgrims fully recognized that, that unless God pr prospers our undertakings, we labor in vain. The uh, psalmist um, st stated it well. So this is Psalm 127. One, except the Lord built the house, thy labor in vain that build it. And this is a bracket. The marginal reading is, thy labor in vain that are builders of it, and bracket. Except the Lord keep the city, the watchman waketh but in vain. Yeah, exactly. Our work is in, in vain because Amen. he has not sanctified it. Um, now that our nation is rich in lands and houses and possessions, having an abundance of the things which provide for physical well-being, the people have turned aside from um, heeding Moses' warning. Mm -hmm. And so this is a quote from Deuteronomy chapter 8, 11 until 18. Quote, Beware that thou forget not the Lord thy God, in not keeping his commandments and his judgment and his statutes, which I command thee this day, least when thou hast eaten and art full, and hast built godly houses, and dwelt therein, and when thy herds and thy flocks multiply, and thy silver and thy gold is uh, multiplied, and all that thou hast in multiplied, then thine heart be lifted up, and thou forget the Lord thy God, and thou say in thine heart, My power and the might of mine hand hath gotten me this wealth, but thou shall remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant, which he swore unto thy fathers, as it is this day. End quote. Yes. Well, the worst thing that has ever happened to every Christian, white Christian civilization and country is prosperity. Because when we have all this prosperity, we get fat, rich, lazy, and degenerate. That's, that's exactly what Moses is saying here. We get fat, rich, lazy, and degenerate. We start buying yachts. We own golf clubs. <laughs> and by, by that, I mean a bag of golf clubs and a whole, a whole golf course, right? And we simply forget Yahweh. Okay? That, yes. that's, that's happened hundreds of times in our history. Back to you. Yeah, and exactly this was something I read in one of my books about the older Swedish in the in the times of of of, um, of um, Yeshua's birth that they had so prosperous uh, prosperous so they forgot uh, so they they forgot yeah forgot uh, their God but then when they got problems they starting doing this yeah. hedonistic uh, hedonistic uh, sacrifices to their idol gods of Odin yeah. and Frey and all those people but they, it's the same mantra when you when you endure problems you turn to to some kind of uh, you turn to God or hedonism you, yeah. you try 
But when you're prosperous, you don't think about it. You think, it's, as, as Moses said, oh, it's my power. I have done it. I've done it. No, you've done nothing. You can yeah. do nothing without of him. Amen. Amen. So uh, we become, uh, well, uh, yeah, hedonistic, uh, greedy, and uh, uh, egotistical. All right? You can yeah. add that to the list. <laughs> right? Oh. Yeah. Oh. Look yeah. today in our nation about the, of the big egos you have along among our people. My, yeah. oh. Yeah. Gigantic egos, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, and of course, the scriptures tell us to be humble. And mm -hmm. anybody, and that uh, that is for Christians too. They don't humble themselves to be, uh, I'm talking about Judeo-Christians. They don't humble themselves enough to be teachable, okay? Uh, and, and last night, uh, Daryl and I talked about how a certain judeo-christian websites you know they talk about scriptures they really believe they're uh faithful christians but they don't obey his laws because they think the law has been done away with right and they have really numerous false impressions on what the book of revelation is saying they don't believe they don't believe the bible when it says there are many antichrists they believe they're still waiting <laughs> the, the antichrist is yet to come but John clearly says he's already here, and there's many of them. Don't they read their Bibles? They don't want to read that. That's right. They're too egotistical to read their Bibles. Yes, and to and to shatter their worldviews. Yeah. So uh, unless you accept the chastisement, and the Book of Revelation starts out, you will have tribulation. You will have tribulation. That's the only way we learn, folks. We have to learn the hard way because we're too proud to learn the lessons from you know, watching others fail, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, he his building fell down <laughs> because he didn't support it properly, right? We don't learn yeah. the lessons the easy way. We have to learn it the hard way. It's just, you have to touch that hot stove and get burnt before you learn the lesson. That's, I, I don't know many people who learn the easy way, folks. I just don't. Yeah. No. We We're too, too hard-headed. Yeah, stiff-necked. Yeah, yeah. That's the correct term. Uh, yeah. And back, backsliding. <laughs> right, so. backsliding Israel. Yep. Okay, okay, let's continue. So while sojourning in Egypt, Joseph's father, Jacob, bracket, whose name was changed to Israel, and bracket, uh, performed a, let's see, um, special ceremony with Joseph's two sons, Ephraim and Ma Manasseh, in his presence, having to do with their inheritance. Joseph's boy were placed before him, and Jacob crossed his hands so that the younger son, Ephraim, might receive the blessings re reserved for the elder uh, bracket Manasseh and and bracket Joseph remonstrated with his father, but Jacob said to him, and this is a quote from Genesis forty eight nineteen, quote I know it, my son, I know it. He, and bracket Manasseh and bracket also shall become a people, and he also shall be great, but truly his younger brother brother uh, bracket Ephraim. And bracket shall be greater than he, and his seed shall become a multitude of nations. And quote. Mm -hmm. So today, right. 
um, the United States of America is the great people. We do not refer to ourselves as a great nation as much as we use the very biblical uh, appellations foretold to designate our national status. A great people. The preamble to the Constitution of the United States confirms this. Um, Quote, we, the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure, ensure domestic tranquility, provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare, and secure the blessings of uh, liberty to ourselves and our posterity. Do ordain and establish this constitution for the United States of America. End quote. Okay, okay. posterity. That's the same word used in scripture when Isaac, well, uh, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob were blessed with the various uh, the blessings to their posterity, which means direct descendants and nobody else. A covenant is a contract, berith in Hebrew, and it only applies to the uh, the parties that agreed to the contract. The party, the first part being Yahweh, party, the second part being Israel, the descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And this contract cannot include anybody else. That's the nature of all contracts. And that's and in fact, I was doing some research on this, because uh, the, the term is to cut a covenant. And when Abraham made the... Uh, uh, made a compact with somebody in the Old Testament, what they would do is they would sacrifice a bull or a cow or something like that. And they would cut the that uh, sacrificial animal into pieces and strew them to the left and to the right, and they would walk through the cut-up pieces. The meaning of that is that uh, if I fail to keep my word or my part of the bargain, May I be cut to pieces just like this sacrificial animal. That's what that means. And so we better take this seriously, folks. <laughs> the covenant that our ancestors, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, made with Yahweh means may we be cut to pieces if we don't keep our side of the bargain. Yeah, it's tough talk, and this is something not the Judeo-Christians want to hear. No, they don't want to hear it, <laughs> because that's, t yeah, like you said, it's tough talk. They're, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and they are appeasers, appeasianity. That's what they practice, not Christianity. Back to you. Yes, so the prophet Isaiah directed a message to the people of God, warning them of a time to come when many among them would face extreme tribulations. The reason is given, and this is from Isaiah 17, 10 until 11, quote, Because thou hast forgotten the God of thy salvation, and hast not been mindful of the rock of thy strength. Therefore shalt thou plant pleasant plants, and shalt see it with strange slips. In the day shalt thou make thy plant to grow, and in the morning shall do make thy seed to flourish. But the harvest shall be a heap in the day of grief and a desperate um, uh, sorrow. End quote. 
And this is probably also describing today's mm-hmm. uh, for me. Yeah. All our people have forgotten uh, Yahweh God, they have forgotten God, or they think there is no God, they are materialistic and think everything is their own doing. Yeah, I had occasion uh, to talk with my friend in Australia, Jay, and uh, I asked him, you know, because Australia is on a total dictatorship lockdown. They're arresting people. They're forcing them to get jabbed. They're forcing everybody uh, to wear masks, especially in the two larger provinces, the most populated province, Queensland and New South Wales. You, you might as well be living in the Soviet Union down there. It's so horrible. So I asked him, well, what's going on? Why is Australia being punished this way? He says, because our country is pretty much a bastion of atheism. Christianity is hard to find in Australia. (laughs) So uh, take that as a lesson, folks. Take that as a lesson. Back to you, Michael. Is it that bad in Australia? They have totally forgotten everything there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, of course, their guns were taken away about 10 years ago. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then, I don't know, this has to do also with... uh, uh, with one of the that um, they are from the the branch of uh, Joseph. And of course. They are. Yes. Yeah. And mm-hmm. those nations seems to be suffering. They are seem to be suffering much harder than the other one. To be honest, uh, if yes. you look at Ephraim, at the nation of England, Great Britain is the same, I guess. Not like that, maybe, but they are also pretty hard. Same, right. I guess, in New Zealand. Real hard. Yes. Uh, yeah. So we see, and same Canada. It's the same there. So I don't know if this has to do yeah. with something in Obadiah about that Joseph will be a flame. That's not. Uh, that's yet to come. <laughs> Hasn't happened yet. <laughs> but but I'm keeping yeah. my my, my uh, charcoal lighter <laughs> handy just in case, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. mm-hmm. they read. They. I think sometimes those people read our Bible more into it than what we are. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, these prophecies are all coming true, and you know the the fact that in the end times, that our people would suffer very greatly because of pharmakia, and the mystery Babylon. But our people simply do not have the consciousness of interpreting mystery Babylon and pharmakia. That's because it's translated as sorceries in the book of Revelation, rather than pharmakia, pharmacy. It should have been translated, uh, untranslated, simply left pharmakia. It is by their sources, their deceptions, using pharmakia, that the people will be deceived. Okay? And then uh, the Apocalypse of Baruch, uh, he puts it this way, he says, in the end times, just before the second coming, a great stupor will come over the land over the people are we stupefied yet <laughs> okay wow oh oh yeah look i mean come on our people yeah no, we have already gone on that topic how stupid our people are so <laughs> yeah 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 we don't have to berate them more than necessary <laughs> right because we we were uh ignorant of our identity but most uh, most white Christians who have come to identity at one at one time were ignorant of this truth, okay? But, yes. uh, yeah, that's why we're here. It's to keep waking our people up because I, re- I still believe 
Michael, that there will be a great awakening, but not without tremendous suffering. Okay, as we just said, our people do not like to learn <laughs> the easy way. They will have to suffer before they ask, what is going on here, God? Please tell me what's going on. Oh, well, you shouldn't be taking that vaccine. Oh. <laughs> oh, well, really? Stupor, um, Stupor 19. I like it, Brother Eber. <laughs> Stupor 19. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, the history of God's people is replete with instances when they were grateful aware of the Lord's actions in their behalf, only to quickly turn aside into path of disobedience. When our pilgrim father set sail to go to the new world, no doubt the Psalms of David fortified them daily, and perhaps they often repeated this affirmation. Quote, Thou art my rock and my fortress. Therefore, for thy name's sake, lead me and guide me. End quote. And that is from Psalms 31.3. The Lord did lead them, and as further stated by the psalmist, quote, They remembered that God was their rock and the high God their mm-hmm. redeemer. End quote. That is Psalm 78.35. They had every reason to be thankful to God, who was, as the prophet expressed it, the rock of their strength. Therefore, at the outset, they planted uh, pleasant plants, that is, desirable plants, in laying a foundation of righteousness in the new land, to which they had come in the morning of our nationhood, our good um, good seed did flourish in the daytime of our development into a great people. Our planting grew with vigor. Okay, so at this point, uh, let me comment on that because th- this is an excellent and very accurate statement. The first three or four immigration laws passed by Congress right after the, uh, the Constitution was ratified clearly state, if you want to be a citizen of America, you have to be white. You, you have to live in one of the states for a period of two years. And then you can apply for citizenship. Okay. And the, uh, although the Constitution doesn't specify it, every single state, the first 13 colonies, specified that you had to be a Christian to hold office. And some of the states actually specified you have to be a Protestant to hold office. So the Constitution did not undo that. They left it to the states to determine the qualifications of citizenship. And every single state of the original 13 colonies specified that you had to be white and Christian. Period. Yeah. Okay. And this Protestants, that's why you didn't have Catholic in America. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Maryland was an exception. Maryland was an exception. There were a lot of Catholics there. It's named uh, Queen Mary, the Catholic, (laughs) right? So, yeah, uh, so there was a a germ. (laughs) There was a germ, a parasite came in uh, in Maryland. Back to you. Yeah. Uh, Okay. However, expanding the graphic uh, analogy, Isaiah stated that when the people were no longer mindful of God, the rock of their strength, they began to set um, quote, strange slips, 
end quote, among their pleasant plants. Tears. Mmm, tears. Yeah. my <laughs> juice, yes. The Hebrew word translated, quote, strange, end quote, means, quote, forging or profane, end quote, and a bracket, i.e., godless, end bracket. It has the significance of, a, uh, quote, to turn aside, end quote. This implies that forgetting the God of our salvation, we would turn away from our divinely directed way of life, and we would cultivate strange and forging uh, ideologies, uh, doctrines in opposition to the law of the Lord and uh, diametrically opposed to the terms of the national covenant of, of the Lord made with our forefathers at Mount Sinai. Amen. That is Bracket, Exodus 19 until 24. Yeah. Among would, the would that the pastors in the American pulpits today had this understanding. He should have been a, he should have been a preacher. <laughs> Back to you. Same in Sweden, if the preacher would say this, but they have they have turned completely Zionists yes. and believe uh, that um, if you criticize Israel, you are a uh, anti-Semite. And you dare not criticize them. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Among the strange, among the strange slips, we selected um, from the forging soil of atheism, where those um, which bred higher criticism and modernism. This fostered disbelief in the uh, veracity of the scriptures and ripped into the great apostasy that has settled down upon Christendom today. Yeah, this was 1970. Look how it is today. Yeah. Oh, what a sad departure from the godly spiritual plant our forefathers nurtured when they came to these shores. Our nation has fared no better in the realm of politics. We have departed far afield from the kind of government our forefathers who were present at Mount Sinai, we are instructed to put into operation. Yeah, and by the 1970s, Yala, I guess the Jews had total control of the American um, government. economy, right? And government, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. so in, he knew about this. Yeah. <laughs> right. It was to be a representative form of government with spiritual qualified men selected to speak for the people. And this is from Exodus 18.21. Yeah, I mean, look today. We have chosen the most stupid people to be our leaders. Look at how the animals chose their leaders. They take the strongest one. They take the, the wisest one. They doesn't take the most, the weakest one. But we are not, we are stupid than animal today, our people. Mm-hmm. The law of the Lord was to be uh, the basis of its constitution and was to be administered as the law of the land. I scroll too fast. Um, our government was never under any circumstance to uh, degenerate into democracy. The only time the people of Israel lapsed into a democracy was when Aaron, in the absence of Moses, listened to the voice of the majority and gave them the golden calf to worship. Exodus 32. The mob ruled and the people sinned. Yeah, mob rule. Mm-hmm. God never intended his people to succumb to mob rule. The founding fathers of this nation recognized that danger 
and wrote a constitution for the United States that provides for a representative form of government, a republic, not a democracy. Mm-hmm. Now, however, the strange slips of democracy has have been uh, deliberately set out and they are being raised to fall um, flower. Our governmental leaders have been adopted many of the tenets of Marxism and Fabian socialism, grafted them into the body uh, politic, with the result that our republic has died. How tragic Mm -hmm. it is that the prophet Isaiah founded himself impelled to prophecy. This is them from. This is a quote. quote no, but, Trump is going to save us when he's reelected. No, when he, he isn't, he also you. <laughs> right. Hopium. So he, Hopium yeah, for the masses. Not. Yeah, but he won't do anything either. He's pro- <laughs> no, he also, no, he won't. So, yeah. No, he won't. Quote. But the harvest shall be a heap in the day of grief and a desperate sorrow. End quote. And this is Isaiah 17.11. The marginal redeeming is very explicit. Um, Quote, but the harvest shall be removed in the day of inheritance, and there shall be deadly sorrow. Yeah, end quote. Look at it now, deadly sorrow. Man, yeah. Well, if they could only realize that it's the economic system and the medical system and everything else, the global Empire of Merchants, Mystery Babylon, that is the source of all this trouble and sorrow. But our people have been hoodwinked into believing that these people are honest and have good intentions towards No, they're Edomite Jews. They're the children of the fallen ones. Yeah, That's who they can't. are. Yes, you, you can't convert them in devil. No, they can't be converted. No, forget it. There are no good ones of them. Right. They have Nephilim DNA floating around in their in their bodies. The devil, well, you know what? It's very interesting because uh, it's very obvious that they want to change our DNA so that they we will receive the instructions of their Lord and Master. Yeah. Okay? Ah, mm-hmm. That's what's going on, folks. They want to change our DNA so that we cannot communicate with Yahweh or Yahshua. So be careful. Do not take the shot. Yeah, they want this glue that keeps us together today that is connected with Yahweh to be connected with this high mind, this AI system. Yeah, right. Artificial intelligence, right? Yes, and they believe, then the people, oh, look, oh, yeah, so it's, uh, yeah, that's what they will. So they will, yeah, they will be disconnected from the only living God, and the most beautiful things you have received, your DNA, will be destroyed. That's right. And DNA, uh, Genesis chapter 1, verse 11 and 12, those, uh, it tells us what uh, a species is. Those, Those species or these, you know, plants, animals, what have you, they have their, they reproduce among themselves and have the seed within themselves. Okay, that's true of every species, including wheat, barley, uh, paramecium, and humans. The blacks 
did not produce anything but blacks throughout history until the uh, you know the Jews sicked them on us <laughs> with, with with integration, right? Okay, uh, Revelation twelve fifteen through seventeen, the 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 dragon has spewed out of its mouth people, a flood of immigrants to mix with us to destroy our DNA. It's all about DNA, folks. That's what it's about. The Bible is about our DNA, the tree of life, and how the enemy wants to destroy us by changing our DNA. That's yes. what the Bible's about, folks. Back to you. Yes, uh, amen to that. Mm. All signs point to the fact that our nation should now be preparing to enjoy what the f- phrases, quote, day of inheritance, end quote, for, um, foreshows experiencing the fullness of the covenant blessings bestowed upon us. Instead, there will indeed be deadly sorrow as the time of trouble depend, uh, deepens, which is ascribed by Prophet Daniel to be, quote, such as never was since there was a nation, end quote. Mm-hmm. And the word nation here then I guess, means our, it's not the nation we see today, but it's our people, the nation of the, yeah. Adamite, uh, yeah. the Adamite tribes. Right. Right, and uh, it, and Paul uh, actually refers to this uh, as it's falsely translated as the ending of the times of the Gentiles, which means the ending of the nations. And we have the so-called United Nations today. Every uh, how should I put this? Every self-created uh, nation, you know, whether it's Poland, Sweden, America. You can include China, you can include you know, African tribes, it doesn't really matter. All those nations today are totally controlled by the, the Jew world order. They're, uh, they don't regard our borders. They're, all, they're trying to make us all into one global polyglot uh, you know, world organization, a corporation, folks. Nations have been replaced by the global corporation. Yeah, they are, I guess, all our nations today are basically corporations. Yes. They are be found on the on the New York Stock Exchange. And I guess all <laughs> Yeah, that's right. That's right. And we're we're going bankrupt too, by the way. Yeah, same if you if you search for the Swedish police force, you find them there as well. Mm-hmm. There's a, a a company, it's a co- corporation. Yes. Okay. Uh, at the present time, our society is in a state of degradation and decay, and our nation is undergoing the uh, throes of judgment. We flounder as a people on the edge of a pit of destruction, addressing himself um, specifically to the United States of America. As recorded in the 18th chapter of Isaiah, the Lord communicated a message through the prophet that he would rest in his dwelling place during a specially fixed period and refrain from intervening in behalf of his people. This will occur prior to the fulfillment of the prophecy in Isaiah 26-21, where God, God's, quote, place, end quote, is also mentioned. For, quote, for behold, the Lord cometh out of his place to punish the inhabitants of the earth for their iniquity 
the earth also shall uh, disclose her blood mm. and the bracket and a black bracket or bloods the origin of her races and bracket and shall no more cover her slain okay it's all going to be revealed it's all going to be revealed and uh, swamp fox put in earlier there will be a wailing and a gnashing of teeth in these end times no jesus does not love everybody there is no place where the bible says that back to you Exactly. He will come back as another. He will, yeah. won't be that sheep when he comes back. He That's will be right. That, he will be that lion. Amen. An angry lion. Very angry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I guess that also, uh, if we think about what Alexander said, that he said, "I do not fear an army of lion led by a sheep, but I do <laughs> fear an army led by a lion, uh, army of sheep led by a lion." There you go. Yeah. A million sheep can overwhelm an entire country. <laughs> or millions of sheep, I should say. Uh, All right. Then, before the harvest is gathered, that is mentioned in the seventh chapter of Isaiah. The Lord states this. And this is from Isaiah. This is a quote. Uh, For afore the harvest, when the bud is perfect and the sour grape is riping in our flower, he shall both cut off the springs with pruning hooks and take away and cut down the branches and quote okay yeah the branches that aren't fit it's pruning he's gonna trim the tree folks that's what's happening right now yeah you don't want to be rotten yeah right uh, the Rothschilds don't know it and the new world order don't don't perceive it but Yahweh is using them to prune the tree yeah he uses them as a tool mm-hmm and this has been done many times in history. If we'll follow the other big, those big, what to say, when he used uh, Babylon, Nebuchadnezzar, when he used Assyrians to punish mm-hmm. the ten northern tribes, and then later the tribe of Judah. Yes. But then, when he was done with them, he threw them away, and they were, and someone else took over. Um, through the pruning and purging fires of uh, tribulation, the Lord will lo- loop off the growth of the strange slip in order that the plant itself may again bear righteous fruit. Amen. Our desperate need today as individual Christians and as a nation is to experience a great spiritual renaissance, a return to, um, he said, Jehovah, I can say Yahweh, the God of Israel. Did he use Jehovah as the name of God instead of Yahweh? Yeah, he did. A lot of people. Uh, that was a very common expression because uh, they, uh, they they it was just their way of pronouncing the, the tetragrammaton. Okay, uh, but that pronunciation is a rabbinical pronunciation where they substituted these uh, the vowels in uh, the word Adonai, the Hebrew word Adonai. And replaced those vowels in, in in Yahweh. That's why it has an extra syllable there. Okay, but that was purely a rabbinical construction, right? Mm-hmm. So, okay, it should be pronounced Yahweh and not Jehovah. Back to you. Yeah. So that is why the the Jews have no problem with Jehovah's Witnesses. They That's like right. to listen. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah. The God of Israel, an awakening to the necessity to obey his commandments, statutes, and judgment. When we do this, this, 
as a people, we will be able to join in the affirmation voiced by the psalmist. Quote, he brought me up also out of an horrible pit, out of the mere clay, and set my feet upon a rock, mm-hmm. and established my goings. And he hath put a new song in my mouth, even praise unto the God, uh, unto our God. End quote. Mm-hmm. Psalm forty-two until three. Okay. And, and this new song could that also be the what do you say the Christian identity message? Absolutely, no doubt about it. It's actually the old-time religion, <laughs> right? That we have forgotten so for so long. It, it sounds new, but it's not. Yes, because King David didn't know it. Yes, Solomon know it. So uh, they, but we are so we forgot it. Um, in the face of unavoidable catastrophe, the moment of confrontation with the Lord God Almighty will come when the. Um, sit, um, citizenry of all governmental office holders in our nation will earnestly desire to embrace the fruits of repentance as his people. Following this, we will renew the pledges of our pilgrim forefathers in order that it may be well with us and with our children. Then, and only then, the enemy within will be destroyed, the foe without will be vanquished. And the great people of the United States of America will be delivered from all workers of iniquity. And uh, and HBR, I don't know what HBR means. Um, then we have some uh, four more, th- uh, three more pages. I guess we just continue with the next one. Uh, what's the uh, good of it? What would you say to me? Or of me, if you knew I had discovered that I was the heir to vast estate, great wealth, power and responsibility, and that instead of rejoicing in the great uh, privilege and turning to the work with all its great issues, I simply said, quote, well, and what if I am the heir? What's the good of it? End quote. I know what you would think, even if you did not say it. Yet, when we show from the Bible and from history that the Anglo-Saxon people are the modern descendants of the house of Israel to whom God has pledged with his oath so many and great privilege in order that we may successfully fulfill his divine will and make known his love for all for all mankind, the very people who think, possibly it may be true, care so little for their high callings as to turn indifferently away with the question, quote, what difference does it make if we um, are Israel, end quote, or... It's still more stupid statement, quote, I don't see the good of it, end quote. Uh, the quote, good, end quote, of the evangelical proclamation, proclaiming the modern identity of Israel is to prove the Bible to be true, God uh, to be unchangeable, the Anglo-Saxon people 
to be the heirs of the vast estate given an oath by God to Abraham's seed forever. Well, hasn't all these prophecies come totally true because America was founded as the only Christian republic ever in the history of this planet, and we are the last bastion of resistance against Mystery Babylon. We have not quite been overcome, thanks to the Second Amendment and the First Amendment, freedom of speech and the right to defend ourselves against uh, internal and external enemies, right? No other nation has such a constitution, and no other nation has still kept Christianity alive, even though in many, most cases, it's an imperfect form of Christianity. Nevertheless, the entire world, in the entire world, only this country has this Christian constitution, which is, of course, the same as the Mount Sinai constitution. There's no difference, folks. People tell us it's different, but it's not. Back to you. Yeah, and before time, yeah, Sweden was a monarchy. So that was also one of our, from the history that we had monarchs, we have had kings yes. uh, that elected. So we were the Swedish uh, Republic, yeah, the Republic of Sweden, I would say, with the monarch in, in its, uh, at its head. Yes, yeah. So, ordained, but, ordained by Yahweh also, you know, through David, no doubt about that. Yeah. Okay. Yes. It was, but unfortunately, yeah, that was as we all. If we come to that, the protocols that was the first point that they want to eradicate it the Christian monarchs. That's right. Um, it is very sad to hear Christians say, quote, I have Jesus, and that's enough for me. Being an Israelite won't save me, end quote. Oh. For if you were to, to go to, uh, to these very same self satisfied folks and say, quote, Here's a will pr proving you to be the inher inheritor of land, wealth, uh, position, responsibility, and privilege. End quote. They would not reply. Quote, well, what if I'm that won't save my soul? What's the good of it? End quote. They would at once take possession of their inheritance and... If really Christians would use all in their power to bless and help their fellows. Yeah, so are you an heir? Do you want to be an heir? Or are you going to throw it all away? Yeah, but that's, that's the most beautiful you have. Yeah, right. Well, because they don't realize in the book of Revelation, it says the kingdom is coming down to earth, right? They think they're going up to heaven. No. Heaven and earth are connected through our DNA. And if you don't have yeah. the right DNA, you're out. Yeah, and you will be very sorrow for that. Yeah. And if you don't if you're not a believer, a true believer, and it and you discount the uh, covenants, then you're out. Yeah, it's, then you're it, no good then you're no gooder than Esau. That's right. Um, that was what he did. He dis he disallowed his he was he didn't regard this importance of the heir. Yeah, he disowned himself. Yes, he did. Mm -hmm. And then he realized what he did, and now he is so angry at us. Oh, <laughs> right. my. For 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 Jacob took took the uh, took the uh, what is it? Well, the covenant. He he took the covenant because Esau disowned himself. Yeah. Yeah. He did. Who do you blame? All right. No, Let's make a deal. <laughs> he made a deal. 
Yeah, exactly. A good mm-hmm. deal. He didn't have to, but he did. Yeah. He mm-hmm. could have said no. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, um, now that's the worth of our identity with Israel. It established our claim to the great thing things God said should be Israel's in the later days, so that they could um, glorify uh, God, accept their responsibility, and make known His wondrous love for all men to all men. It is good because it is true. It is proved true by our occupying the position geographically, commercially, socially. Politically, colonial, uh, colonially, colonially, and, colonially. Yeah, the, we are the uh, we have been a colonial empire. Not anymore. The bankers have taken our place. Yeah, all of those places they have unfortunately mm-hmm. taken. Yeah, which was to be the unique position of Israel under her new name and under the new covenant in the latter days. So here is a point list. List so number one. It proves God to be unchangeable, faithful. Two, it proves the Bible to be literally and historically true. Three, it proves that God is working today, as the prophet had all foretold. He would in, in through and for his people. Number four, it shows that there is but one method. Bracket, not many. End bracket of interpreting prophecy, i.e. the literal and historic method. Amen. Yes. Number five. It completely refutes the silence uh, in uh, fidelity and skepticism. Infidelity. Infidelity of our people, yep. Uh, And skepticism, yeah. Oh, yeah. There are much of that today. Oh, it's for their honor. It's for they've written it all, you know, blah, 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 all this. Right. <laughs> yeah. Number six, it causes people to take a keener interest in the Bible than ever before and makes geography and history and history instead of dual, a dry subject, fascinating and magnetic in their attraction. Oh, I'm into that. That yeah. is my, that's where everything started for me. Yeah. And all this made so interesting. And when you connect with the Bible, it's so amazing. It makes sense, and the prophecies are proved to be accurate. Yes, mm-hmm. it is. Seven, it shows who and where the nation is that Jesus Christ told the, um, the Jews in Matthew 21 43, the kingdom of God will be given to. But Jews here is, I guess, misnomer. It is right. wrong. It's Judites. Yeah, Judites, exactly. Or, or Israelites would be the best because it's to all 12 tribes. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know how he can miss this one. Yeah. Well, it, it was. it's a matter of uh, misuse of language. Uh, even many in identity still refer to Judah as Jews in the Old Testament. That, that's a, a huge mistake because uh, the Jew, the Jewish people today uh, have no relationship whatsoever to Israel. So by using the term Jew to, uh, and apply it to Judah, you're equating them with Jews. You shouldn't be doing that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Number eight. It explains why the Anglo-Saxon Celtic nations have been the only successful colonizers, why they possess the gates of their enemies, why Britain lives in an island, home secure from invasion, 
why the United States occupies the position it does. Number nine, it shows our national responsibility to God for all the wealth he has enabled us to secure and all the power he has given us to use for his glory. Yes, that's why we are here. Number 10, it helps us to realize as nothing else ever has our duty and responsibility as God's nation of witnesses to set our faces against errors, cruelty and opp oppression and to carry uh, to all men the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ, the savior of the world. I don't know if you use the word world here. I don't know. It's yeah. the savior of the Adamite well, nation. Yeah, it's hard enough to save ourselves. Okay. And he's assuming that... Uh, our purpose is to save the other races as well. Uh, and that, that will happen if they finally uh, understand that Yahweh has chosen us as his uh, representatives here on the planet. And we uh, to re reassert the dominion he gave to Adam in Genesis chapter 1. Okay. So, but uh, we have no obligation to convert them to our religion. And we, we certainly cannot under any circumstances make them part of the covenants. That is totally forbidden, okay? So all these uh, missionaries who have gone out into the world trying to convert blacks and Indians and Chinamen and Eskimos and Amerindians is a complete and utter waste of time because they can't do it. Their DNA cannot relate to the Holy Spirit and therefore we must maintain our separateness forever. Okay, so to the extent that the, the world would be a better place when we have dominion, yes, but no, in no other way. Back to you. Yes, and is that yeah, this message is only for yeah for um, for us. It is yeah. only for us. It will only ring ring for us. Yeah, yeah. He, he wasn't. A, a, this is not a two seed line document. And you get this kind of uh, hope and aspiration that uh, the world will somehow understand who we are and follow in our footsteps. No, they won't. <laughs> right? Not without, uh, well, he will rule with a, a rod of iron. Okay? The other races cannot appreciate uh, what uh, our relationship with Yahweh because they don't have it. All right, and, it's, and that's not going to change in the kingdom. Back to you. Yeah. So as I said, this I guess this is um, it's only understood by the people uh, they were written to. So it's written to us, the yeah, the us, the children of Yahweh, and we may be few. So it was written. I read from. I had found all the all the sermons from Wesley Swift, and there was a comment that someone wrote. I think it was pretty good. Yeah. Yes, let's continue. So we get get through this. Eleven. It makes the Bible book, a Bible, a book to be loved and understood. It shows the prophets to be, um, indeed, um, quote, godly fellowship. End quote. It dispels war and act and act annexy and causes us to sing not only with the spirit but with the understanding also. And this is from First Corinthians fourteen fifteen. And see, mm -hmm. number 12, uh, lastly, but by no means least, it proves that Jesus Christ did what he came to do, confirm the promises made to the fathers. It shows his 
conforming work. It proves that he did the will of God. It shows that he did not delay, deny or postpone the promises, nor did he take them away from the Israel of God, uh, to whom they had been sworn by God himself. But the Jews rejected it. Oh, yeah. Right? Because they know that they know that they're not the covenant people. That's the biggest pretense in the history of Earth. You know, the, the second one is the Holocaust, and now we have COVID. The three big lies of the Jews. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And they, and they, that's the biggest identity theft you can imagine. Yes. Yes. Um, thus, we. Uh, when we realize how marvelously accurate the fulfillment of the promises has been, all ye and amen in Christ Jesus, to the glory of God the Father, it helps us to rest assured in his covenant love. When we see the exact fulfillment of every jot and title of the great promises made by God, it assures us that he who keeps Israel and perform all that he has promised to his people, will most certainly save, keep and bless all those who put their trust in him. Yes. More than this, when we realize it naturally, it will give us such a revival of spiritual life in all our Christian communities, such a cleansing of all present evils from our social uh, municipal, national, and religious life. Such unity among the nations of the Israel of God that the world will know as never before that the Lord of hosts is the only one in the midst of his people. Things which now divides us and cause splits, sex, um, sex um, divisions, uh, heart burnings, uh, bickering, uh, whisperings, and jealousies will all perish, and we shall stand before the world as the seed whom uh, the Lord has blessed, his messengers, his servants, his heralds, his witness. Then we shall put away naturally all that now disgrace the holy name of Christian and greed, hate, oppression, drunkenness, and Sabbath breaking, and all that causes reproach will be swept away. Those who behave like Esau will be destroyed. Yes. Mm -hmm. Instead of asking, quote, what's the good of it, end quote, think what a terrible thing it would be if it were not true. If not true, we would have no um, guarantee that the Bible is a divine revelation. We would have no assurance, but that we shall decline naturally and die like the great Gentile power have done before us. We would have no proof that even our individual salvation would be certain. For if it can be shown that Jesus Christ did not confirm the promises made to the fathers, what guarantee have we that he will keep his own promises? Mm-hmm. Thank God that those of us who have tested these things may stand upon the impregnable stone of the truth of his word and the holy scriptures 
and are prepared to gladly and re readily give to any man and an answer for the hope that is in us. What a power we have. What a glorious gospel of his unchanging, faithful, covenant-keeping, everlasting love. What an incentive to better service. What an encouragement to still press on and not be weary in well-doing. Okay. Yeah. Thus ends this document, The Covenant People, by William Cameron. It's an outstanding book. I encourage everybody to get it, download it. Uh, just type into your browser, The Covenant People by William Cameron, and you will find you know, uh, some links to it on the Internet. So uh, if, if only our current day ministers, pulpit masters, <laughs> would heed the message that he gives in this book, the world would be better off. But it's obvious, as we said earlier, Yahweh is is culling the tree, okay? Uh, culling the people of the lawbreakers the, the, and those uh, egotists <laughs> who, who have become atheists and socialists and communists. Antifa, many of those people are Israelites. They have become the sworn enemy of the gospel and of the covenant relationship we have between us and Yahweh. Uh, can those p people be pardoned for their sins, for their current sins? I don't think so. Not unless they get down on their knees and beg forgiveness, right? That's the only way. Okay, Yahweh is a forgiving God. So there's still hope for some of those people, but they, they have to wake up and admit their wrongdoing, admit their mistakes, and realize what this is all about. And this stage was created by Yahweh for us to develop into his army of uh, you know, the, the government, the government that was foreseen in Revelation chapter 21 and 22, where the new Jerusalem's come down to earth and the bride of Christ is none other than the 12 tribes of Israel. Nobody else is included, folks. Nobody else. Okay, so we have uh, about 20 minutes left. I don't know if we really have time to go into the, um, uh, you know, the protocols. Maybe we should just save this for next week because it's a pretty lengthy document. And uh, uh, this is an official document. We put it in the chat room already. Uh, but let me, uh, I want to talk about I put a link in the chat room uh, with regard to uh, DNA and uh, how important a subject this is. And uh, let me let me give it to you also, Michael. Uh, I'll copy it and send it to you because our DNA is under attack. Uh, the Bible is about the DNA. It's, it's called the tree of life of the Israel people, especially the Adamic race, but the the covenant was made uh, with one branch of the Adamic race, and that's us, the true Israelites, what uh, 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 Cameron calls the Anglo-Saxon, Celtic, and Caucasian people. And so this is the covenant made exclusively between Yahweh and us and, and nobody else. Okay, so and Israel will continue to exist forever. The 12 tribes, all 12 tribes will continue to exist forever. 
and we will be ruling from the you know from the headquarters of the kingdom of the government which uh, i anticipate will be right here in america but uh it's going to be on planet earth and this uh, this website states that this is medcrave step into the world of research and this shows the advancement the advanced knowledge that uh, science has now of dna and what it's really for it's not just a physical or biological entity there's more to it folks uh proto uh, proto well right proteo proteomics and bioinformatics is what they call it okay and uh, opinion while modern day science used to look at dna as a material object that was fixed in nature therefore unable to be changed where we were at the mercy of our genes so to speak we now know that this isn't true dna is actually composed of a liquid crystalline substance that acts as a form of antenna receiver and transmitter of holographic information whoa that's um, not yeah. that's go ahead michael your, your comment at this point yes yeah, i said it this was what we all spoke about in the beginning this dna what it is liquid crystallized substance that acts a form of antenna yeah that is what the change that antenna from having to receive her to god to yahweh to being received to their hive mind right now what yeah exactly so what does the gates jab do to this form of antenna probably change it so it, it, it changes it yeah it right will, you, do, you don't have you won't be connected to god anymore you will it, be connected to the high mind to satan to yeah to satan to and to their artificially created ai computers exactly exactly okay this is satan's last attempt the synagogue of satan's last attempt to change our dna and to rob us of the covenant that's what this is all about folks the jews know who we are and that's why they are attacking our dna now of course this is a mainstream article and so they come to different conclusions but we know that the bible it should be called the book of genetics the the first book of the bible not the book of genesis it should be called the book of genetics uh chapter five where it talks of uh, uh what's his name seth Okay, this is the book of the generations of Seth, the genealogy of Seth. Noah was perfect in his genealogy. So was David. So was Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. So was Yahshua Messiah. And the vast majority of our people are still pure in our genetics, despite what everybody claims. No, the world has not yet been integrated. And it never will be, because... Yahweh's son, Yahshua, will intervene before anything like that can happen. However, he is still calling the tree because we have too many Israelites who are rebellious, uh, degenerate in in the uh, moral sense, not necessarily the physical sense. But that's what it is. DNA is a liquid crystalline substance that acts as a form of antenna. It's constantly in the process of taking information from its environment and the ether. Where is the ether, Michael? The ether, it sounds like the, 
the bigger that's the when I say use the word universe. universe. There you go. Know. Yeah. How about heaven? What the Bible calls heaven. Right? Yeah. Information comes from Yahweh, who's in the ether, and it's uh, directed at us. That's how our babies, our white babies, are given the instructions to, to uh, our DNA is instruction to create white babies. Okay? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it works. It's from the other world. It's not in this world. It's from the other world, the world we call heaven. It's okay. Uh, as signs, archetypes, and imagery, and translating it into holograms. The holograms are kind of they're kind of physical, but they're kind of spiritual as well. Okay. One of the basic problems of biology. Now they have discovered uh, how the uh, certain uh, molecules. In, a, in our blood can form into different organs, you know, like the heart, the spleen, the bladder, skin, brain, etc. Okay. But scientists have no idea whatsoever what stops this process for what stops the spleen from growing too big, what stops the heart from growing too big, what stops your veins and arteries from growing too big. They have no idea. What causes that? The reason is because it's not physical. The instructions for preventing these organs from overgrowing comes from the ether. Yes, it's Yahweh. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So, and translating it into holograms. Holograms are part physical, part spiritual. It operates predominantly out of radionics, where whatever frequency is is turned tuned to is acts as a receiver for various forms of information within that same frequency that comes in as an acoustic wave, and acoustic is uh, is more than acoustic, it's also spiritual, that serves to form an electromagnetic field as a holographic shape that's composed initially of subtle energy, which provides the blueprint or spatial mapping for constructing an exact replica as its material equivalent. Okay, they're telling us that the physical body takes shape from this information coming from the ether. Oh, just guess how the people then that would say if those that has has been jabbed will at somehow create children. Who is then controlling how that children will look? That's uh, right. It is Satan. This Amen. Is the, this AI system tells them what to do. They really want to play God. Yeah, right. Uh, it, it, well, okay. Uh, apparently, this person uh, writing this is uh, uh, using Indian philosophy, which isn't necessarily bad because the not the Hindus, but the uh, Indo-Aryans, you know, the descendants of Abraham and Keturah, are the ones who created uh, this philosophy. And the uh, the science of quantum mechanics now is proving that this philosophy is accurate. And what that philosophy states is that Yahweh, uh, through, uh, they call him Brahman, okay, because after Abraham, that uh, this this God uh, has created in in the spirit the blueprint for the material world and for the material body that we inhabit, okay. 
and, and this is being confirmed by quantum mechanics, <laughs> right? That's exactly what the uh, the Vedas teach, okay? Because they were our they're our race, and they were descendants of Abraham and Keturah. So so he uses the word akasha, always comes as a pairing or wave coupling, like the double helix that contains both an acoustic sound and optical imagery as the geometric patterning inherent in the vibratory frequency. This is how it's done, folks. This is how our DNA is uh, activated and controlled and guided through the birth process to form you and me. Modern physical science is in denial about this because they want to explain everything in mere physical terms, and quantum mechanics has proven overwhelmingly that that cannot be done. You cannot explain the physical world by physical means. It comes from somewhere else. Okay? But they want to disprove that. They think they, yeah, they have, um, they they are atheists, and they think they know it all, but they don't know nothing. They are blind. Yeah, totally blind. Of course, we know... The scientists know all this, and this is an admission that they know these things, but this is not taught in school, right? Because they want the materialistic paradigm to prevail. The two waves of information form an interference pattern that together produce a 3D holographic image as the subtle template for constructing the material body through a growth and development process. The information is contained in the DNA, but where does the information come from? from Yahweh. Amen. This holographic image is an invisible energy field, organizes and animates matter into what is called the phantom effect. This phantom is an invisible 3D shape as a field formed out of information as a dynamic series of interrelated planes or parallel interlaced and correlating dimensions that operate without any crosstalk to form a chain of association as phase conjugation adaptive resonance. A lot of technical talk here, but you can you can imagine that all of these uh, kind of like a, uh, a I'm trying to think of a parallel. Well, I've, the 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 imagery I've used in the past is uh, stadium checkers, where you have different different types of information come from dif- different directions and form this field. And uh, it, it creates the blueprint. The blueprint is already in the ether, in the in the uh, in the heavens. Where, and of course, the scriptures say that our DNA, we, the Israelite people, were created. Our form was created and held in abeyance until we were needed. <laughs> okay, we were formed in heaven. That's exactly what the Bible says. Not the other races, however. The other races were uh, not held in advance. They were, were crea- created in the first six days of creation, six yalms of creation. Okay, they're the beast of the field, beast of the earth. And then the last created being was the Adamic race. That's clearly what the Bible teaches. And But nevertheless, every single organism and every single object in the physical world has its related form in the spiritual world, an invisible, non-physical form 
that takes place you know, when Yahweh says, okay, he talked, <laughs> he talked us into it. He created the world through speech, another yeah, invisible speech. Okay? Quantum mechanics is verifying the Bible, folks. But nobody talks about this stuff. It's a, a taboo subject because it proves that this world comes from a completely different world. All right, and they they correctly use the word ether, because the ether is non-physical. Okay, it comes from a, it just like and here's the the imagery that I, I like to use. Just as a um, a television screen is blank and has no information, uh, the when you turn the TV screen on, the cathode ray tube projects a lot of uh, uh, yeah. yeah Square dots, it's a dot matrix system, okay, or, or rectangles. And uh, it, it activates those that dot matrix, and you have an image, voila, okay. Well, it's the same thing from the heavens. This dot matrix, what we call atoms and molecules, come from the ether. And they're activated, they're projected onto this world. We're kind of a, a 3D screen, and we're kept alive by this uh, constant flow of information from Yahweh to us, the whole world. Everything in the universe is kept alive by this flow of information. And uh, it's uh, and this, this field of quantum mechanics is proving uh, constantly that this is the way it works. The physical world is less real than the invisible world because the invisible world is what we are based on, okay? Uh, your comment at this point, Michael. Now, let me see how. This... Yeah, it's so f- fascinating here that this author here was it called Linda um, Gavois really describes um, the process of how God creates us, how we were, uh, what to say, we were foreknown before we were born because uh, our beings are we comes from the ether when we are formed in the womb. Mm-hmm. So that is. We are already in the womb. We, he, he. This shows that, yeah. This, all this, and it's also, yeah. It's so fascinating to hear all this uh, information here. That it, it proves that the, also this, um, um, the views of the, of the, what do you say, the materialists, uh, the materialistic, yeah, yeah, are so purely wrong because they exactly. can't this they can't so they they ignore it they give it the silent treatment yes yeah yeah and uh, and they admit uh, these quantum physicists admit that there there are waves that uh, defy space there are waves that defy space and time and uh they have said well it's it's really obvious that there must be some field above and beyond the physical plane by which this information travels Okay, and uh, Yahweh is beyond space and time. <laughs> All right, he is beyond space and time, and that's it travels, it goes into the ether, and it's everywhere. Just like a hologram is contained within the uh, you know, the object, but it, it's contained within the ether around the object. So uh, it's this holographic pattern that keeps us in physical form. Okay, this is a very complex process. There's no way uh, physical science can analyze all this stuff. 
because the the energy comes from the ether and not from around us all right that's exactly you know, what's being said here so folks this proves that the jews want to destroy our dna they want to sever our connection with yahweh and with the etheric realm that he has created which is the cause of everything in this world this is exactly what quantum physicists have been saying in fact i think it was bohm who said from all of this analysis it appears that the universe can only be described as a great thought all right yeah consciousness Mm -hmm. it's consciousness that is the driving the will the will and the consciousness that yahweh has given us he's projecting that to us constantly uh cliff high uh, maybe it's cliff high or some other guy said that this pulsation uh reverberates at a rate of 44 trillion cycles per second whoa yeah okay I, i don't know where you get that information from but that's what he stated yeah, it's it's something like a cathode a cathode ray tube projecting the energy onto the physical plane constantly, and that that's what uh, animates this world. Okay. Anyway, so this is what your DNA is. Don't don't let it be taken over by the Antichrist. All right, Michael. Thanks for this uh, show today. Uh, and th- thank you for William Cameron for all the work that he has done on behalf of our race. And thank you all for listening. Praise Yahweh, pass the ammunition. We'll see you next week, and then we'll talk about the 1919 document uh, proving that the protocols are real. Okay? Thank you, Michael. Thank you. Yahweh bless you all. Likewise. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.